This episode is brought to you by a box of, a Boda box of rosé. And not sweet tea vodka, which I've decided is <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Hi, I'm Ashley Cunningham. And I'm Susanna Wilson. And you're in The, the Wet, Wet seat. seat. Each episode, we conquer tough issues around sex. Sex mistakes? I think we should talk about lessons that we have learned. Through sex mistakes. And I'm going to unveil my favorite sex story. Okay, go. My favorite sex story, which is also, um, I think one of, I, I definitely learned one of the biggest lessons from this moment. Uh, and that sex story is when I was a young tyke. A young lass. How old? Uh, 18. <laughs> not that young. No, not that young at all. Uh, I was a freshman in college, um, and I was in an on-again, off-again mm, relationship. Mmm, the best kind. Yes, where um, I basically was like a human sex blanket. What? Like a security blanket. Mean? You ever had, like, have you ever had a relationship where, like, you have sex, but not because you necessarily, like, want to be with each other, but because it's kind of calming and comforting to have sex with one another? No. Okay, well, I've had one of those scenarios, <laughs> and this is one of those scenarios. And um, and so we were back at his mom's house, mm-hmm. and I was very... Oh, uh, yes. Having sex in parents' house, isn't it thrilling? Yes. Yes, we always had to consider whether she was in the living room. Oh. Um, and so we've been with each other for about a year, and uh, we had learned at this point that had found out that he <gasps> likes, um, I don't know how he figured it out. I don't remember when he explored, but he found out that he really liked prostate play. And so Wait, he, he found had, this out of his own accord? Of his own accord. Like, oh, he found out through, like, masturbating in his own bathroom in the, the bathtub, I believe, uh, that he enjoyed prostate play. And so on his own, like, thing, he bought himself some dildos. The problem was... Oh my god, oh my god, I forgot about this. Yes, so he, uh, we did not have the dildos with him whenever he came to visit my hometown. So we had to make do. And so... Wait, where were the dildos? At school with him? Mm Mm-hmm. So... Yo, boy was using those on a regular (laughs) basis! So asked me, uh, whether I would be willing to fuck him in the ass. And I was nervous, but willing. <laughs> but the problem is we <laughs> had no dildos in sight. So Did you have any lube? It is unclear to me whether I even had lube. I don't remember us even having <gasps> oh! lube available. I want to believe that 18-year-old Ashley had enough foresight to use lube, but I didn't. There's a lot of lessons in this story. Oh my god. Um, so we went to the bathroom. Uh, and grabbed a toilet brush. Toilet brush! And we used the not brush end. Which is everyone's first question. But the plastic end. Uh, it was a plastic toilet brush, um, that actually had, like, a grip on it. So, honestly, like, probably the worst. Yeah, like, kind of ribbed for his pleasure. And, uh, (laughs) we, you know, 
uh, I decided to put that thing up his butt. And Wait, it was, did you guys have sex in the bathroom? No, no, no. Okay. We took it out of the, we took the toilet brush Just out of the bathroom him. and brought it into the bed. And Ew. I proceeded to fuck him with a toilet brush. There were feces literally on the other end of that device. I, I the problem was, so I... I guess feces going back into a place that have feces. It was a like little bit no of a struggle. Deal. I don't remember there being lube. I pray to God there actually was, and I'm just like, br- like not remembering it. But I got it in there. But the thing is, I didn't know how far to go oh because I didn't know where the prostate was. And honestly, at that point, I knew nothing about assholes. I know nothing about assholes. So I may or may have not pushed it a little too far. Uh, wait, did he let you know? And yeah, at one point he was like, ah, and I was like, okay, okay. Like I pushed it too far. That's okay. I'll pull back. But the thing is, there's a lot of pressure. I noticed there's a lot of pressure to, like, pull that thing out. Because <laughs> this is lesson number one. Always have flared bases because the suction of your butt is going to always try to swallow That's whatever crazy. you put inside of it. So we were finished. He actually finished. He came uh, and he went to the bathroom and he came back in the doorway <laughs> and uh, he was like, I'm bleeding a little bit. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. What can I uh, do? And he was like, it's okay. It was great. Like, whatever. So I learned um, several things. A, um, assholes are not vaginas. And I think a lot of yeah. people think this. Like, well, A, there's no a lot lat- of natural lubrication. Like, hetero couples make sure. this mistake. Sure. Um, and I'm sure a lot of any people who are doing anal play make this mistake where they think at least for the first all they need is I mean you can do it with just spit but my god uh and uh, I don't think there was lab I'm not realizing like that is actually like one of the most horrifying like realizations about the story is I think I put that toilet brush in his ass without lube and uh no wonder there was consequences but um he said it was great and he I can't I mean man it's like one of those uh, stories. It's one of my favorite stories because, A, why did I do that? Because um, uh, he asked you to. He did. But we've, we've learned. And I feel Wait, like... Wait, didn't you fuck him with the dildos later on, though? I don't think I ever actually fucked him with a dildo. Thank God! Because remember when you tried to pawn that dildo off on me and I was like, I kind of want a dildo. And you were like, hey, I'm trying to get rid of this dildo. Here it is! And placed it right in my hand. And only after you did that were you like, oh, by the way, I fucked my ex-boyfriend with that. (laughs) Thank you. I think he just fucked himself with that. Mm. I don't think I was even at play. That's worse. That's the thing. Like, I never even got a chance to, like, use something real. I only used a toilet brush. We washed it. Wow. Yeah. And it was in the parents' house, so, like, someone's touched that toilet brush. <laughs> Lesson being, use lube. Asses are special. Learn about them. You don't have to push it in that far to hit the prostate. And use a flared base. And just don't Use a flared base use... and two rules of sex. Consent and do not put that household object up your butt. I mean, at least you had the consent rule. I feel like that's the most important rule. It is. If you... <laughs> at least I got consent to put the household item up his butt. You're so right. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh, 
I always wanted, so, true story, you guys have ever, uh, or ever heard the podcast, The Moth? Uh, the Moth? Obvi. Uh, the Moth came to our city, and um, a friend wanted me to go, and the topic of conversation was, love hurts. Mm. And I desperately mm. wanted to go and talk about um, how I... Uh, fucked him with a toilet brush Amazing. and hurt him, but also he broke my heart. So yeah, word. it was a it was a double whammy um, of love hurts both in tangible <laughs> and intangible ways. But I did not do it, and to this day I kind of regret it a lot. Well, wait a minute. So yeah. this actually reminds me of um, this was the first time that I ever introduced. I was lucky in that like I had a partner who. Uh, was willing to kind of do that exploration for himself and realize yeah. that he enjoyed that. But no, that is cool. I feel like especially coming from a male partner, I th- I think it's more rare. Mm-hmm. And perhaps this is just in my own limited experience, but I, I think it's more rare for men to want or to have introduced mm-hmm. foreign objects, whether mm-hmm. they be sex toys or whether they be household items, into their own masturbation and then into the bedroom of mm-hmm. their own request. So I will say, um, for any of those who have not seen uh, Ali Wong's comedy special, Baby Cobra, on Netflix. <laughs> um, she's also massively pregnant when she, she is, is She's the first this session. comic to do a comedy special on Netflix, seven months pregnant. Yeah. And uh, in it, she talks about, it was like, I felt a religious and spiritual connection to her because she actually talks about how much she loves being the first person to introduce anal play to straight men because uh, she can see the fear in their eyes as she is putting it in their butt. Why are we trying to do this for her? Let's just let her speak for herself. You're right. Fantasy of mine before I got married was to help as many men as possible discover their prostate. Yeah, like a conqueror. I just wanted to... (laughs) Now, if you haven't done it before, ladies, go home and treat yourself. Do it tonight. You only live once. YOLO. Just sneak your... Just give your man a little little push-push in the tush-tush. Give him a little Atari, you know? And you'll get a lot of resistance from the man at first. You'll get a lot of, no, 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 please, no, really, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I know. They get all squirmy-wormy because they're scared. They're scared that if you stick your thumb up there and succeed and they like it, that then it might mean that they're gay. And I like that fear. <laughs> that shit turns me on, you know? Especially when that fear metamorphosizes into pleasure. Oh my God. And you just see the look in the man's eye like he's discovered Nirvana. <laughs> and it's like, you're the first lady to show him that he had a magical clit in his butthole. And then you, as the woman in his eyes just become the Lord of the Rim. Yeah. Susanna. Mm-hmm. Even though I know that you are perfect and you don't make mistakes. <gasps> what? Whatever I gave am, you that idea, I'm like the most flawed human being. I am curious mm-hmm. if you have ever learned such a uh, <laughs> devastating <laughs> lesson as I did when I accidentally made someone bleed. In their butt. Oh! Have you ever made someone bleed in their butt? 
Uh, no, I've never actually fucked anyone in their butt. Okay. Well, have you all have you made any other type of uh, mistake? I'm trying to think. I mean, like, what do you like? What lessons? Mistake? If you were thinking about like what lessons you would tell little Susanna. I uh, this is kind of this is like very very different than the story that you just told and and I don't even know if it answers the question that you're asking but when I so had a boyfriend in high school who I started dating at 15 we started having sex when I was 16 he was a year older in schooling at least he was we were about six months apart actually age wise mm-hmm. um, but. First time we had sex, whatever, it was really rough, as I think it is for many people. I cried. <laughs> um, second time we had sex was great. Third time we had sex was rough again, and then it continued to be rough. Um, and he was leaving to go it to college. It never got better? No, well, okay, this is also, come on, I, I was sleeping with this person for like four years. Oh, you're right, okay. Yeah, right. so this is just still while we're in high school. Um, so... Summer is approaching, and I know that he's, like, going off to college. And we have to break up when he goes off to college, because he went to college 4,000 miles away from where we were living at the time. Um, And in a different country, and it just was not going to work. But we were still, like, (laughs) horrifically in love with each other, which was very painful. Um, But so I developed this block around having sex with him. And I, like... I became afraid of, like, being penetrated because I felt like it was going to hurt. Which, at times, it did. did, And it still can. Like, I... Were you using lube? We were using lubed condoms, but we weren't using lube. Fair. Okay. Um, Which I feel like, as a 16-year-old, is pretty standard. I think there's, like, this really crazy, stupid stigma around lube, especially when you're younger and you don't know what you're doing. Yes, because, like, like, if you... I can be so wet, uh, don't need any lube ever. Um, we very quickly after that bought lube, actually. Um, Wait a minute, have you ever thought about how ridiculous this is? Because, like, (laughs) for the most part, we're actually, like, we think, a lot of people believe that any discharge is bad, and we're like, oh my god, like, that terrible social media trend that was, like, show, uh, and it was, like, young girls taking pictures of their panties, (sighs) and it was, like, uh, oh my god, I'm better than you because I don't have discharge in my panties. So, So, like, we have this conceptualization that any discharge is bad, but then we also have this conceptualization that if you're not, like, Niagara Falls, (laughs) you are... Right. Like, you you, you can only be, um... Secreting. Lubricated, yeah, secreting (laughs) when it's appropriate, i.e. when you are turned on and need to have a penis or something penetrative inside of you. Ridiculous. Let me tell you about my my I don't know where that discharge today. Oh my to... god. I was wearing these lacy ass underwear that have a seam up at the center. Who the fuck decided to make underwear with a seam up the center? You know that shit is just gonna split my lips in half and it's gonna be like wedgie central. And it was, and I had to perform today, and I biked like probably an hour and a half today, because mm-hmm. I was biking to and from home, mm-hmm. which I do frequently on weekends because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my days are more spread out. I can afford to go home. And then it just means I'm biking all fucking day long. And it was hot as balls. And let me tell you, I don't know what it is about this underwear. First of all, it just like goes right up the cooch. Why do you wear this underwear? Because I haven't done laundry in like a month and it's, you know, it's we like all the bottom have of the underwear. pile. It's fine. But anyway, it went straight up the cooch and there was a lot of, uh... Anyway, I developed a block 
around having sex with him. And I was like, this is going to hurt. I don't want to hurt and be in pain. And I was also in emotional pain because I was like, you're going to be leaving so soon. And and then he was like frustrated because we weren't having sex because I Mm. was like in pain. And then it just turned into this whole terrible cycle. So, we broke up, he went to college, I was going into my senior year of high school, I was mm-hmm. wildly heartbroken and depressed, mm-hmm. and he started sleeping with this girl, I don't even remember her name, God, that feels good, and I was, like, really upset, because we lost our virginity to each other, etc., mm-hmm. and I was really upset that he had been sleeping with this girl, and I don't know why I know this, but I knew that he had fucked her doggy style, which we had never done together. Um, but anyway, we got back together six months later and during like halfway through my winter of my senior year of high school mm-hmm. and I went to visit him at college, 4,000 miles away and I was determined to have sex with him no matter what it took. I was like, I'm not going to be in pain. I'm not going to freak out. He has fucked this other girl. He has fucked this other girl from behind. I will be superb and excellent. And I went. And I was, bitches. I was fucking great. Not single. Not one single problem having sex with him. He was like, wants to get in. And I was like, great, here you go. Here's the special ticket. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a mental block. It was basically well, like me being afraid of being penetrated. Okay. And then at a certain point I was like, I have to have I mean, there was a fucked up reason behind it. I really needed to perform yeah. and to outperform someone. Yeah. And I mean, from there on, the sex was like pretty, pretty awesome. Um, Performance anxiety is truly um, a bitch. Uh, truly a bitch. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so. But the, the so lesson the, in that so story lesson. is kind of fucked up. The lesson yeah, is like the lesson? the lesson is like beat this girl who he fucked after he was fucking you. <laughs> so don't perform poorly. No. Well, I mean the lesson was I mean the the I think the positive lesson that I took away from it was like I was fully capable of doing the thing that I was afraid of and the thing that was standing in my way was fear. Mm-hmm. And whether or not, like, the decision to surmount that fear was healthy, and maybe it wasn't, um, all it really took was me saying, like, I'm capable of this, mm-hmm. and then doing it. Which mm-hmm. I think, you know, you can spin it positively, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious... It just makes me think that, like, uh, I don't know, I guess it's not, it doesn't matter how you get over performance anxiety right. as long as you get over performance <laughs> anxiety. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um, I think as much as we talk about performance anxiety, I feel like performance anxiety is something that does get talked about. Does or does not? Does? Um, I feel like performance anxiety is talked about as far as men are concerned, but I feel like rarely is it talked about from the woman's perspective. But, like, the performance anxiety in this case is that you weren't wet enough? No, no. The performance anxiety is that I was afraid of being hurt. So, Mm. like, my vagina was just like, no! You shall not pass! 
Mm. Which I'm, I'm sure you know that feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't want to. I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible to be penetrated when you don't want to. That's not at all yeah. what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, it will be more painful if you yeah. are tense and scared and not relaxed. Yeah. Same goes for anal. Yeah, because those are muscles. Like, those are muscles that you can relax and tense just like any other muscles. Mm-hmm. Did you know that vaginas expand, like, three to four inches when aroused? Yeah, I did. I learned this because one time uh, after I had had sex with someone with a pretty large penis, hmm. I went to the bathroom because I had just got my IUD and it kind of like felt wonky. Uh-huh. And so I stuck my oh. fingers up to try and like feel oh my, my uh, wires uh-huh. and I couldn't feel them. And I was like, oh my God, he knocked out my IUD. My he wires are the gone. IUD right up into me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized I was like, Oh, my vagina expands. But that sounds, that seemed crazy to me that my vagina, like, have you ever seen the movie Coraline? Where, like, she opens, she opens up the, she opens up the door and, like, it, like, creates, like, this magical, like, vacuum that, like, expands into the next realm. (laughs) That's how I now imagine my vagina. Well, every time I pee after sex, I, when I, like, wipe, I'm like, whoa, she's huge. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Ask away. I'm sure that you've made some mistakes whenever you started having sex with a vagina over- owner instead oh, 100%. of a penis owner. Um, let's think. So, <laughs> tell me about your mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> the so my first two experiences with vaginas. Mhm. Um, like I guess naked vaginas. So obviously like I had had or maybe not obviously, but I had like been with women before I had sex with women, but both of the first two times that I had sex with women. Well, I think, are you, like, questioning because it's actually, so especially within, uh, with we should women, say, like, what is sex? We should say, like, technically vulva owners, and this is a learning moment, actually, because I recently yeah, was schooled sorry, on women. this. That, well, no, I'm saying, like, no, 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 instead of vagina owners, because technically vagina right. refers to the internal organs yeah, as opposed to vulva, true. which includes the clitoris. And the out, uh, labia and the outer organs, which, so technically when we're saying like vagina owners, it should be vulva owners. And yeah. I find that interesting because that is not what right, people Right, because everyone's like, what's say? a vulva? What do I, how does vul- one vulva? Yeah, who learns what a vulva is? Anyway, like, the first time so I had well. sex with a vulva um, was in a threesome. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it was a great night. I will say that much. Um, and... I ended up being the first person that this person had gone down on, mm-hmm. and then she was the first person that I went down on. But mm-hmm. it was so very brief, like it was oh. the and and like the encounter between the three of us was mainly about the two women in the group, mm-hmm. but it was less about us, like. Eating each other out, I guess. So, like, that mm-hmm. portion of the evening lasted very briefly, though it happened to be the first for both of us. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of anxiety about eating out for the first time. Eating out anyone for the first time? Like, a dude included or, like, a vagina? I don't use eating out as a euphemism for sucking dick. But... Okay. Uh, because I feel like it's uh, something that has... Um, Entered the possibility, the realm of possibility in my life, but I've actually been, like, uh, I stay away from it because I am terrified that I'm going to do it wrong. So, 
the first time that I, like, had sex with a vagina when there was no penis present mm-hmm. um, also happened to be with a person who I was, like, dating. Mm-hmm. And that person had never, oh, to my knowledge at least, I think, had never had sex with a vagina. Mm-hmm. And was also sort of, like, up until this point in the closet about the fact that she was interested in that. Mm-hmm. And was having all sorts of feels about, like, admitting to herself in the world that, like, mm-hmm. she was attracted to women. So we started, so when I started seeing that person, we started very slowly mm-hmm. because I hadn't had sex with anyone with a vagina that I really cared about emotionally and she had not had sex with a vagina, period, mm-hmm. and was also, like, dealing with this other emotional shit around, like, mm-hmm. being queer. Mm-hmm. So we started very slowly. Um, you were talking about some anxieties toward giving head to mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Like, did you fuck up the first time and you were like... I, like, TBH, I really don't think that I've perfected it. Like, 100% think that I give mediocre head. I think the narrative or the idea is like, for instance, I've always made the argument that, um, like, I I give great head because I've watched a lot of gay male porn. And uh, and I think if you talk to a lot of... You're talking about giving head to a penis. Yes, I'm talking about vaginas. Sorry. No, but what I no what I'm saying is the the concept of yeah. uh, the idea the the narrative like if you were to walk into like a, a gay cowboy bar right and were to ask them all anyone in that bar like who gives better head uh you know the like women or men they're mm-hmm. all gonna say men right yeah. yep and if I were to give a bar poll yeah um and the reason why is because I have right. A penis. That anatomy. And so therefore, I know what it feels like. But I feel like that doesn't necessarily translate. I really don't think that translates to vaginas because I think that most people with vaginas are um, sort of enculturated to believe that the vagina is mystical and magical Hmm. and cannot ever be understood and therefore, like, it's okay that you don't understand it. And I have certainly taken that mentality to heart. Like, if and when you're with a partner with a vagina, that, like, Mm -hmm. that person might not know exactly how to, like, make you come in the most awesome ways. I, I just, I think that, like... They might also not know how to make themselves come in the... That's what I mean. Like, A lot I, of people go without knowing yeah, what the best technique is like, for their own I, I have had, I have been given really great head. And I have been given, like, really mediocre head. And I don't know that I could go from one person to the next and be like, Hey, I need you to do this. To go from mediocre to great. Mm -hmm. And in that same vein, I don't know that I know as the person giving head how to go from mediocre to great. I Mm -hmm. will say, sometimes fingering is the fucking bomb. I know. Like, if you're doing it right, there is no equivalent. No dick will ever be as good as the right finger. I truly (laughs) believe. I truly believe. So, while I think I give very mediocre oral to that person that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I think I 
can say with confidence that I give excellent finger banging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'm going to say rule of fucking thumb, unless uh, fucking someone thumb. fight me about it. Fight me about it. Don't put your thumb in my bag. <laughs> uh, I've had, I've Ew. had, I have had someone do that before. I've had I was the like, doctor do that. I've had the whole fucking like, hand of no, the doctor no, no. up there. No, so Wait, I will really? say, someone just like decided to put their. Thumb I think in there? you're just testing things out, and you're like, oh, is the thumb better? And no, no, the thumb is short, and you can't get like any more of the hand in there with just the so, thumb. So you have yet to tell me that you've made any mistakes in sex. I'm ever. not saying I haven't made mistakes in sex. I just don't feel like I've stuck a toilet brush up someone's ass. <laughs> Because <laughs> I haven't. <sighs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you learned some valuable lessons, mostly not to use a toilet brush. But- Flared bases only. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before you go, we just want to remind you that if you're interested in becoming our sugar mommy or daddy, <laughs> please <laughs> sign up to be a part of our Patreon page. Patreon. Or uh, get a sticker or a tote bag or any awesome original art from Rebecca Todaro in our Redbubble store. Yes, yeah, seriously, people are buying our merch. It's dope. Please buy. <laughs> but until next time, thanks as always to Billy Coles, our wondrous editor and lovely dear friend. Congrats on your new job, Billy. He just got a new job. It's really exciting. <laughs> and a special thanks to Rebecca Todaro, who's doing awesome artwork for each of our new episodes. It's really dope. I hope you guys have been checking it out. Anyway. We love you. Stay wet. <laughs>